we? How are we living? How are we breathing? Welcome back. <laughs> Today, Welcome back to Unlicensed Podcast. Yep, we are coming in right under the wire today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> As you're listening to this, if you listen to this today, it comes out um, exactly three hours before we were recording it. Yeah, we so were. We are flying in. We had a today. couple technical difficulties. Yeah, we had something. <laughs> you know, we just had to. We had to get life together yeah, and get that figured out. Um, but here we are. Yep, Aliyah's at my hometown right now, visiting yes. me at my parents' house. So, yeah, we're outside. We're filming today. Yeah, we're filming. So, hello. wave to the camera. We're filming today. It's a beautiful day outside. Yes, it feels so nice. So, we were just like, might as well take advantage of the weather. Yep. Take advantage of just us The daylight. Off. Yeah, the daylight, because daylight savings do is this. not... Hi. <laughs> my dog's out here hanging out with us, too, so... He really wants to give Aliyah some love right now. But, yeah, we we never get to record during the day because we both work. Like, yeah. whatever day you don't work, I work and vice versa. So yeah. we always end up recording, like, pretty late at night. So whenever we have tried to film, we can never just, like, get the lighting right. It's always, like, looks very, like, dark. It's, like, dark mood lighting. Yes. And not, like, natural, like, nice lighting. Nice lighting. Yeah. Right. So, Which is fine. But I think today we're like, ooh. And it's fall. And I would really love... Sorry, we're, like, way off track, you guys. Sorry. I would really love if the fall weather would just stay like this. Yes. For the, like, for the next two months. That's yes. all I ask. Here, we're on the lake right now in my mom's house, and you can, like, look out, and there's all these different trees that are, like, all these different colors. Yellow and the water's so and green still, and red and, and it's just such, so pretty. it's so pretty out here. It's a vibe. So, yeah. It's a vibe out here. So hopefully that means we're going to have a good episode. I hope so. We're setting the mood, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and my dog's here chewing a stick. Everyone's yeah. happy. Um, so, how are we? Happy Thursday. Today, we're doing Back to Basics number three. Yes, number three. And uh, when it was asked whether you guys like communicating your feelings or motivation, we had like a 70-30 split. Yes, we did. So, we're going with communicating your feelings today. Because me and Jessica, what? We love feelings. We do, and we love to feel our feelings. We love to tell people how we feel our yes. feelings. Um, but I think the interesting thing is, when it comes to talking about this particular subject, you and I are like pretty on opposite ends of the spectrum, I think, yes, with just, are. like, how we talk about our feelings, like, which what feelings, feelings we're comfortable talking about. Yes, that's versus exactly what I was about to say. not comfortable talking about. And whenever I mean, like, polar opposite, like, yes. two different ends of the spectrum, which yes. I think is funny, but yes. also I think it explains our relationship a good bit. Why it works so well. Yeah, and why we yeah. have, like, such a great friendship. I think it explains a lot. Well, I think, and I think maybe this is true for anyone in their friendships or their, you know, significant others, whatever, when you have two people whose communication styles are, like, not so different where you clash, but just, like, different enough where you can respect their perspective yes, yeah. and respect how they speak to you and know that they're coming authentically about it, then I think it's easier to be, like, more receptive of, of and their... I, and I also think it's really good to have friendships where you guys are not completely and totally the same because yes. you learn so much from one another whenever yes. you're somewhat different and you're not always, like... We're exactly the same person. And we, yeah. yeah. And, and that's cool, too, because I learn a lot from you, and then I, I realize that I do your mannerisms. Like, I've noticed myself yes, <laughs> doing things that you do, and I'm like, I am I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> like, when, when did I just become a fan? I'm her biggest fan. I'm also yeah. your biggest fan, Girly Pop, and I never started saying Girly Pop. I say it very ironically, but now I've noticed that all of us say it, or yeah. like nervy. I shorten like every Jessica word. Jessica shortens every word yeah. and adds an E or a Y to the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I like drinky drink <laughs> no i call it a bevy a bevy yeah. and now or everybody one. in our house calls Says it bevy. a bevy 
So, I, no, I went to text Cole today something about buying him a flannel. And before I, before, no, it autocorrected to flan. Because I always call it a flan. And, like, it's really annoying. Siri said, let me help y'all, bitch. Yeah, it's, it's not my best look. But, it, you know, it is what it is. So, basically, all that to be said is that communicating your feelings are important, okay? They're important because anywhere you are in your life, you're going to have to know how to communicate. Yeah, you are. No matter who you are, where you are, who you are with, even... No no matter the relationship. Yeah, you're going to have to know how to do it, and you're going to have to know how to understand how other people do it, you know? Because not everybody is going to follow your expectation guidelines. No one communicates the exact same way that you communicate, and you can't expect someone to communicate the exact same way that you do because you guys are different. You have lived different lives. You've grown up differently. Like, so many different aspects. Always have expectations for respect and always have expectations for, like, mutual understanding, but don't set expectations for, like, they should talk to me in this way or, like, use this way. Because that's not realistic. That's not realistic. I think you should just have the standard of, like, I will be respected. Yep. You know, I like I will be understood or like at least attempted to be understood. Like yes. I feel like I can say my piece, you know, whatever. And that's kind of leads us into and it still conversation. Is, but. And it still is like a respectful mm-hmm. adult conversation. Yes. I think the biggest takeaway from communication is respect. Like if you can respect like number one talk. Like, people will listen to you oh, yeah. way more than if you're being disrespectful. And it's okay to have emotion and to be emotional, but it's it's handling those emotions and the way that you go about mm-hmm. speaking through those emotions. Um, that is what is also important to keep yeah. in mind, whether you're communicating with someone or whether someone is communicating something with you. Yes. So we did some polls. Yeah. And we had, like, a couple different choices of, like, emotions that... Um, <laughs> sorry, if, we la- if we're laughing, it's my dog. Yeah, um, Bandit's just out here doing crazy doing things. Doing his things. So we had, like, a couple different options for, like, emotions that, you know which would you rather us talk about or like in what situation do we need help with communicating emotions so we're going to take those into account um i think though we just discussed it i think today's gonna be pretty informal like not as structured oh, as yeah. our last two episodes it's literally been. just going to be us talking through yes um our communication skills yes um our communication differences or yeah. whatever however you things we it. struggle with things that we're good at like and and just like digging in a little deeper to those yes. because i feel like Either way, I feel like people can relate from my communications, like... Style. Yes, style. Thank you. <laughs> and then people can, people can also benefit from Jessica's communication yes. styles because, like we said, it's completely different. It's very, so. very different. Um, but I wanted to ask you a question, you know? Okay. Really kick it off with a moment. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love it. Really us. just give it a moment. <laughs> yeah. um, I would like to know how you're feeling right now. Like, let's talk about it. Like, let's set the scene. What's on your heart right now? How are we doing? Jessica, the counselor. Um, right now, I am feeling. I feel very chill. I feel very relaxed. I feel like I had a stressful last two days of work. Yes. <laughs> considering, um, but I feel like I'm off today, and I'm also off tomorrow, yeah. and so I think I'm going to be able to be more relaxed now. I can regather myself, get yes. my life back together. You're doing something a little different because you're here with me and we're getting to like... Yeah, and it's just like different. time away from Columbia for yes. a little bit. Um, new environment. Yeah, new environment. Um, Jess and I will be together. We have some fun For things. the whole day. And tomorrow. And tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm super excited. And we're playing Monopoly tomorrow night and it's like massive for me personally. Not just regular Monopoly. Target. I didn't even know Target came out with Monopoly and it then I literally, saw it and I was Monopoly, like, Monopoly, but like all black and white with bullseye the dog on the box and i'm just like this it's gonna be like go check your truck 
Probably. Is it for like target employees? <laughs> well, like that's what I'm I have no idea what's about. gonna. Okay, that's well, the only thing I can think. We'll about. let you guys know. Anyways, we'll let you know how so that goes. So you're feeling? You're doing good. You're. Feeling I'm doing good. Um, I'm in high spirits. Recharging. I've been recharging. I've been feeling super motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, for like the past, I would honestly like to say the last like month, and then yeah. I had a really good conversation with Heather. Our boss. Um, our boss Heather, love you. Um, good conversation with Heather on Monday, just about life in general mm-hmm. and. Uh, career paths and choices and things like that and so it has me feeling really good Got a little kick up your ass like you're ready to like think about it more i yeah. love those talks I yeah love those talks, so it was one good. of those talks so i really appreciated that talk that i had with heather um and then yeah you're so, gonna do amazing things yeah i sure hope so yeah i think we're on the cusp of a lot of changes changes for a sure. lot of change yeah. which is all, change not, is not good cha- change is not all bad like change is good now am i the greatest at handling change no absolutely not i'm not i'm not the greatest at handling change but i really try my damnedest to just like take a step back and to not move so fast and to just give life a chance to just happen instead of just like having these monologues in my head on how i think it's gonna happen yeah you know something i'm working on let go and let god yep that's what the kids say bless That's, that's what the kids say these days. I'll tell you how I'm feeling. Yeah, how are you feeling, Jess? Um, I had this epiphany. <laughs> Quite the worth. Let's hear. I had an epiphany. You know, like when you're driving and you're listening to the kind of music that just like makes you like, like tugs on your heartstrings a little bit and you're like listening to it and you're just like feeling a type of way. Yes. Okay. That was me. And I was driving like, cause at home there's a lot more trees than in Columbia. There's a lot more of just like nature. There's a lot more nature than oh, Columbia. Yeah, it's a lot more of like a pretty scenery to just like drive through. So I was just driving, I was thinking, and I was like, oh my god, like this is the happiest I've ever been in my entire life. I can also agree. Like with that. that, it's crazy to think about that because last August, right when I moved out of my parents' house the first time, I was like, I remember thinking to myself, this is the happiest I've ever been. But now looking at it, I'm like, hold on, no, no, no. Like, that cannot even hold a candle to how I feel now. And I also feel like whenever, like, big changes and big things happen in Mm -hmm. your life, the happiest moment of your life changes drastically. Yes. I would like to say once a year. Right. Because I feel like I'm always that the happiest moment of my life once a year, which is great. I feel like you should always have those moments where it's just, like, growth and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger until you're at where you want to be. I feel like right now, like, I just only see things going on an upwards trajectory. Which is great. Whereas last year when I I felt that way, I think it's more had to do with my independence. Yeah. And having the job at Target, like, when I got that job. Because it's so much different than a regular, like, I guess non-degree job yeah it is Um, it is very different just like in in the sense of like the job responsibilities and stuff but I thrive in environments like that like I really like being in places where I have some agency over what I do yes like I'm really bad at being like not like with authority but like I just I like to be creative I like to be independent I like to think about things I'm very very passion oriented so right now I feel like I'm getting to do everything I ever wanted to do right which has been insane like the people in my life are so amazing (laughs) like just great people great times great laughs um good vibes good food (laughs) that's a good well because I cook it yeah um (laughs) Jessica do be cooking though yeah I do but you know take that and then I also like I'm looking at grad school and then we have this podcast and I'm just looking around like it's a lot of positivity. Yeah, and I feel like I'm, right now, I'm the person I've always wanted to be, and, like, 
I'm I like that person, mm -hmm. which has been cool because I've, I I always knew who I like the kind of person I wanted to be, but I always struggled with what people thought about that person. Like whenever I would kind of like have glimpses of her, yeah, I was I always that. worried about like what people thought because I think some things that I believe are like pretty unconventional, um, or like I don't know, like I just I'm so extroverted and I feel like sometimes I'm in a room and like everyone can tell like I am a little energizer bunny. Just it's just like and there's not a lot of that. <laughs> around yeah. life I guess I don't know like there definitely are people and I always click with those people really well because their energy like matches mine but I don't know I just feel like right now I'm like I'm in like my adult puberty but like emotional puberty <laughs> where I'm just like and I also think your early 20s is absolutely the time for that yeah because I feel like it was like that for me whenever I was in my early 20s and whenever I was from like 21 to like 24 mm -hmm. I really do feel like I was having those moments where I was just like this is exactly where I want to be yeah and now that I'm in my old age of 27 Lord bless I feel like I am where I want to be but then now I'm thinking now it's all like internal growth yes growth within myself and in my career mm -hmm. path that I see myself going in even though it's a little I would not say I'm off track I'm not off track no, by any no. means but you're taking I a will, detour yeah and and this detour I feel like is definitely needed because whenever I was talking to Heather we were um, talking about how life at Target and working at Target and the role that the roles that different people have there it helps you grow yeah for sure. as a person helps sure. you grow as a leader it helps you grow in a lot of different aspects that whenever I walked into Target two years ago I did not expect yes at all and so um Yes. Not even to make a full like. I don't know how we always do this. Not I don't to, know. Like, that's how I was just like. That's how I was like. Yeah. I'm gonna okay. So it. where were no, we but at? I'm gonna connect it. Don't worry. Okay. I'm gonna buckle the seatbelt. Let's, okay. Let's bring it together. You grow as a person at Target, the job that we have, because more than anything, the biggest takeaway I've gotten from that job is how to communicate with people. Oh my god. And I'm not there even trying to buckle so the seatbelt, many... but I'm gonna go ahead and buckle it because it's true. Yeah. No, but it really is true. And I feel like we were talking I about this. Really we were talking about this on Sunday, I think. <laughs> yeah. And there are so many mm -hmm. different types of people in any kind of workspace yes. that you enter. Yes. And you have to learn how to communicate with each of those people mm -hmm. differently. Because as soon as, like, the way I communicate with Jess is not the same way that I communicate with someone that's on breakout team. Because it's Those are the different... people that take the boxes off of the truck that we get every day and put them out where we can take them and put them on the floor. Yes. I feel like, we, honestly, we should do an IGTV about what it is we actually do. Because I feel like we drop these terms and we're like... Expecting people to like know what we're talking and about. And I also think people think that uh, our workspace is a very simple workspace. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not simple at all, babe. <laughs> it's, it's a not, lot. It's, it's, a, it's lot. a lot to take in. But, but anyways, yeah. Um, learning to communicate with people and yeah. um, different aspects of life and in different ways. People older, younger, married, kids, because man, woman. You like, literally, I don't care what anyone says, you cannot talk to everyone the exact same way. No, you can't. There's no way. And the fact that people have that mindset and they're just like, well, this is how I talk to everyone. Okay, well, guess what, sweetie? Yes. You have to learn a different way to communicate yes. because that's not going to work out with you. That's not going to work out for you forever. Well, I'll give you an example. The way that you, I've seen you talk to certain people, and if you would talk to me like that, <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not handle, I don't know how to, I don't handle, like, super, like, stand, not stand off. I don't, it's not a negative. It's just, like, I don't, <laughs> Aaliyah, when she's upset, <laughs> And she's like going I'm very, off. I'm she's, very like short. I'm very direct. Reminds me of a bulldog. She's I'm like, very, that's little, literally, I'm a Taurus. I'm yeah, a bull. But for me, uh uh. 
Yeah. Like, so some, I, it, like I said, it depends on who you are and yes. I know how I have to communicate with some people to get my point across, but I feel like with other people, I don't have to be as assertive. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be as like blunt. Yes. I don't have to do that. The way to get through to me is if you calm tones, if you calm explain speaking, to me why you feel the way that you feel in depth, don't miss it. Don't just, skip a beat. I Jessica just like will make people you to be double thorough. Down. I just explain, <laughs> like if you're upset with me, explain to me why. And then I will a hundred percent of the time be like, you know what? You're right. Because I'm not going to tell your feelings are wrong. Exactly. That's, pro tip. Don't ever tell somebody their feelings are wrong. Because they have the right to feel their feelings. Yes. They have the right to feel how they feel. This goes back to last episode. Those are your own responsibility. Yes. So it's Don't not, put them on other people. Yes. However, it's okay. It's okay. So you can't tell <laughs> someone their feelings are wrong. So if you, if someone comes to me and expresses how they feel about something, I will never look at you and be like, you're incorrect. I think that's wrong. Yeah. I might say, okay, I can see why you feel that way. But from my perspective, this is what I thought was happening. Exactly. Don't dismiss their feelings and don't belittle their feelings. However, acknowledge how they're feeling. Acknowledge how they feel before you talk about how you feel. Exactly. Acknowledge their feelings. Yes. That's simply it. Now, what I will highlight on very quickly in the poll, Mm -hmm. and this is the like first one where me and Jess were just like completely different. Yes. It was like, do you have more issues communicating anger Mm -hmm. or do you have more issues communicating um, in situations that might be a little more controversial? And for me... Vulnerability. No. Which one are we talking about? The very first one. It was just like, do you have more issues um, communicating feelings of like confrontation? No, it was vulnerability. Yeah, that one was uh, processing or yeah expressing. And I have more issues communicating um, feelings of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And Jess was saying that she has more issues communicating feelings that may be a little more um, confrontational. Confrontational. Yeah, this is definitely where we. It was interesting because we didn't set it up this way, but when we did the three polls and we looked back at the results, Ali and I were on opposite ends of each one yeah, of like are. which one we struggle with more mm-hmm. so it so i think that's also probably pretty helpful to yeah. kind of hear like for both sides both sides because when we talk about confrontation which i think is sounds like where we're heading yeah naturally <laughs> i'm gonna be very honest it's something i really struggle with it, yeah. I, it's something i've always struggled with I, that's why it's very difficult for me to be around people who are very blunt almost and just very like direct be, and aggressive with their speech like that's and some people respond well to that because they're like just tell me how it is yeah but personally it's just something and i'm sure this stems from my past it's just in my childhood if you've listened to that episode if you know you know <laughs> i hate people say that but you know you get it um yeah i think that's where that comes from for me i don't like being spoken to in that way never have not from parents coaches teachers nothing it, it doesn't work for me so confrontation is something i, I have a really difficult time with because I don't like being angry, so when I feel like I have to, like, stand up for myself, I get, like, all, like... Clammy. Yeah. And I just, like, shrivel into a little prune, and I'm like, no, it's fine! Like that whenever we were in Starbucks. <laughs> whenever we were at Starbucks, and I ordered my coffee, and I thought it was going to come a certain way, but I forgot to specifically say cold foam, and so yes. there's no cold foam on top. This sounds so bitchy, and I really apologize, but whenever you get, like, a cold brew and you put a cold foam on top, it really bounces out things. She really and asked so them to put it on there. I literally her. was just like, well, can you just, like, put it on there? Yeah. And the lady made it seem like she just simply couldn't, and I was looking at her like... You did offer to pay for it. Though. Yeah, I was like, I will... She was like, yeah, it's an extra, like, dollar. I yeah. was like, bitch, I don't care. Yeah. I just want my cold foam. And Jess was... <laughs> Jessica was just like, it's fine, it's fine. I'll just... I'll take that one. And I was just like, yeah, so now put cold foam on the other one, because she isn't out yet. 
But yeah, I feel yeah. like that was that, that was that's a prime example yeah. of our like our two relationships. Just like that's I fine. I was just like, no, I want you to put foam. the cold foam on top. Yeah, I would have also liked the cold foam to be honest. But you know, in that moment, I was like, it's fine, just give it to me. And the lady just looked a little frazzled, and I was, and my face probably did not help because I already have resting bitch face, and I know that wasn't helping at all. I th- you weren't you weren't rude about it. It was just like funny. I was just like, can I get cold foam? And she was looking at me it like, it was really um, important to you, and that's okay. It was. So, I, I'm not going to tell you your feelings are wrong. Thank you, Jess. <laughs> no she was about to. <laughs> she, was. she was going to. So, Miss Confrontation. Oh, my God. Can that be your rap name? Jessica, I'm never going to be a rapper. Okay, can I use it then? Can it be my stage name? For what performance? Like a, like a stripper? No, just like life. Oh, okay. <laughs> like how Beyonce is like Sasha Fierce sometimes. Miss confrontation. Now, I don't want y'all to think that I'm just walking around here biting people's heads yeah, off yeah, and no, cussing not, bitches not, out. Not. That's not what I'm doing. You're just not afraid to have I'm, to do I'm it. just not afraid to like have that conversation mm-hmm. and to take that extra step that not everyone is willing to do. And I think that has a lot to do with how I was raised um, because both of my parents were in the military. So it's not that they were very stern, but my mom was just like, say what you mean and mean what you say, mm-hmm. and closed mouths do not get fed. And so oh. I always, my mom used to always hit me with that shit. And it would bother me. But now I that I'm. I really like that. And now that I'm. Have you never heard that term? No. Oh, yeah. Closed mouth doesn't get fed. So you have to. You have to speak up for yourself. You have to say what you. Jessica literally is shook right now. <laughs> I Well, you guys can't see her face. But she shook to the core. But my mom was always the person to be like, well, if you don't like how this turned out, then you need to go and say something about it. And yeah. that's how me. And I think my younger sister is a little. She's not. It's not that my younger sister does not like confrontation, but I feel like she's a lot more patient than me and my my eldest sister. Yeah. And so um, Ayana is able to just kind of like mellow out and like let things be. Yeah. And if she has an issue, she'll address it. But my mom was my mom was not about that. She was just like, if you have an issue, you go and state what your issue is. You say your piece and move on from it. Yeah. And so I think that's why I don't have an issue um, saying saying. How feel. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have an yeah. issue saying how I feel. But whenever it comes to vulnerability, and I think my dad is now my dad I won't say my dad is the more affectionate one but he is the more emotional one and my mom is the more like realist level-headed one that'll tell you like it is and my dad was always just like well you know Reese you need to explain your feelings and you need to explain your emotions and let those out because if you don't it will literally eat you alive yeah and I've been really trying ever since I was I would honestly say high school is never this started to peak for me ever since then and in the back of my head I just hear my father all the time just like you have to say what you're feeling yeah because if not then no one's going to know once enough once again a closed mouth does not get fed either way it goes right it's just harder for me emotional wise but it's not harder it's easier for me like being stern and like stating simple facts (laughs) so so I guess what I'm taking away from you right now Mm because I'm learning from you in this moment because I think for me yes confrontation is difficult I don't like it both giving and receiving a confrontation Mm -hmm. exchange but confrontation is not always negative yeah no it can be healthy but that goes back to the first thing we said be respectful being respectful that's really all there is that will honestly curve yes (laughs) the entire being of the conversation that you're having is respect yes absolutely it's like that's all you really need to know about healthy confrontation if you're not being respectful it's not a healthy confrontation nope that's it done and i'll be all that i just close the book and i put it on the shelf and you can check it out at the library thank you anyway (laughs) (laughs) thank you anyway um i feel like why as well I'm never confrontational is because I feel 
I constantly think of somebody else's point of view before I consider my own. Yeah. I don't know if this is healthy or not. I think to an extent it actually I think, is. I was just about to say, I think to an extent that it is that you're it's able the to be... It's me, I think. It, it's your ability to be an empath. And yes. I think a lot of people lack that, which is kind of scary. Even though um, everybody says they are. Yeah, everyone's really like, yeah, I'm yeah. so empathetic. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, you're not. And it's okay that you're not. But I need you to stop thinking that you are. Yeah. Because <laughs> and Jessica, honestly, truly, I, is a very empathetic person. I think she of is. somebody else before me. Like, anytime, in time. any situation, whatever happens, I'm like, okay, well, hold on. What did they think when they, if, if someone does something I don't like, or what, or I've done something someone else doesn't like, I'm automatically like, okay, how did that look from their eyes? And I it's never so do that. easy to just, like, see red and get, like, get hot and I about also, it. And but... I also think I don't, I'm not as empathetic with people that I don't know too yeah. well. It's really hard for me to be empathetic to people that I don't know, but I feel like it's really easy for you to be empathetic mm-hmm. to literally anyone you cross paths with, yeah, I think, which is amazing, which I think is great. part of it's my nature. I think part of it is my lived experiences. I think part of it is my chosen career profession, you know, yeah. all those things. That I think that all plays has, into yeah. it, but... Mostly, I just feel like everyone in their own mind is right. Like, they all, everyone thinks they're justified for whatever it is that they've done, whatever it is they do. And so when you start realizing, like, that person thinks they are right, it makes it easier for you to see it from their perspective. Yeah, and you have to be willing to see it yes. from their perspective. Like, if you're very closed-minded and closed off, you're, it's, you're, it's, you're never going to see them. And they're not going to, you're not going to be able to get through to them. Exactly, yes. Mostly, Takes two to tango. It, no, it does. Like, to reach a resolution, which is what confrontation is for, is because you need to get to a resolution. Confrontation is not just to be like, It's not you know just what? to be it's mad. It's not just to be yes. angry. So I think maybe that's also important, There has important to be an too. end point to confrontation. Yeah, like, if, if you're, if you feel like, you know, you want to say something about some a feeling or anything like that when it comes to confrontation... I would honestly ask yourself before you say anything to anyone, what is my resolution? And if the only resolution what is, is the for goal? you to just get mad and have somebody else feel your anger, I would recommend you don't. Yeah, because that's write point- it down that, instead. Is, that is so pointless. Scream into your like journal, scream into your pillow, listen to some like angry music on a drive and just like punch some shit, that's fine. But like when you take it out on another person, they're way less likely to be understanding of you because you come at them just like completely like, the wrong belligerently. Way. Like, I'm not talking, like, you're allowed to be irritated. Like, that's fine. But, like, just anger and doesn't go I, well. Honestly, I don't understand, like, those viewpoints. Like, whenever someone's communication skill is, well, I'm just going to say what I want to, and I don't really care what happens after that. I'm like, girl. Yeah. Then just be angry by yourself. Like, have just be mad. Mind, yeah. Just be mad by yourself. Yeah. And until you have an angle and until you have some type of result yeah. <laughs> that you're looking at and you think is, like, attainable, Right. Then you go for it. If not, please just leave it alone. Right. Because it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, I think it's if, not worth it. In if end. you're mad about something and and you want, you know, and you need to just like see red for a little bit, that's fine. Take that's your fine. take your time. But be angry. Say something but when be angry. you want the end to be a friendship. <laughs> be angry and have a goal. <laughs> yes. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna let them know how I feel, and at the end of it, we're gonna be cool. Exactly. Like if you're not ready to be cool afterwards, I would say maybe leave don't it. say anything leave until it. you're ready. Drop the friendship. Drop the relationship. Whatever or it is. Or give it a couple days. Cool off. Or I'll let it cool off. If I'm, we're I talking think... about things like minimal things, right, not yeah, like yeah, yeah. not like friendship ending confrontation or relationship ending confrontation, but just like those little things Everyday that things you just that need kind of a couple days going. to cool right. off. Then go into it when you're ready to, to kind cl- of when you have, have a, a clear head and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. That's whenever yeah. I think you should. Because get mad if you need to get mad, get mad. But like be angry. Yeah, but just be careful how you speak to people when you're angry because oh, I love this one. This is my little. People will never forget how you made them feel. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. People will never forget how you made them feel. And I also think even though people will never forget how you made them feel, do not hold grudges. Yeah, no. Don't hold grudges. Um, It's okay to 
to remember things, oh, yeah. but it's it's also it's also okay to forgive yeah. someone from for what oh, happened. Yeah. Always but forgive. Never Always forgive, forgive for like I won't say never. You can forgive what happened and not forgive how they made you feel. Yeah. And that I is I think okay. just remember how, how you felt. And I think, you know, when you're looking at the grand scheme of any relationship, whether it's paternal, friendship, romantic, whatever it is, if you if you are remembering how they made you feel and the majority of it is not not, not positive, <laughs> then, you know, that might tell you something. Always be forgiving and never hold grudges. I just think you, you have to remember that the way that you make other people feel and the way that other people make you feel, that is permanent. People won't forget it. Yeah. You, like, It'll every, always stay with you, and that also yes. shapes you as a person as well. Because if when I see someone, if I like went to high school with someone and I see them out in public, I remember how that person made me feel. Oh, I remember yeah. things that they specifically said to me, mm-hmm. but I remember like... I feel like you weren't nice. Yeah. You know? I feel like you weren't yeah. a good person. Yeah. And I just feel like, no. I feel so, like that's just not for me. Yeah. So I think that's what <laughs> we would say about confrontation. Careful. Be careful when you do it. Be careful how you do it. Yeah. And do it when you have, um, when you're ready to, to have a resolution. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Because we're not, we're not judging you for wanting to be angry. Everybody needs to be angry sometimes. It's okay to be angry. I feel like I've pretty much cut anger out of my life and it's not even that. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> I, I mean, Cold turkey. I might get irritated. I will get frustrated. I will get pissy. I couldn't even see you like I'm being angry. I'm never angry. Like, I, I don't think ever. I could ever see you getting like overly angry. But unless it's the empathy something... thing again because I just whenever someone does anything, I'm just like I know how they what they were thinking in their head when they did it. So right. it's like it's harder for me to just get like a red hot mad. Right. I just can't do it. I'll just be irritated for 24 hours and then I'll let it go. <laughs> but I won't remember. I won't forget how that person made me feel. Mm-hmm. Like those things will stay with me. It's just like. And I really don't have a lot of instances like that anymore. I think that was definitely, like, you know, like the teenager era where everyone's, like, nasty to each other. The high school era. Those kind of things. Late middle school You know, school I remember. Era. But even back then, I would always have my friends fight my fights for me. Like, I didn't even ask them to. Like, it was just a known thing that I was never going to stand up for myself. Right. So I feel like people have gotten used to kind of, like, I don't want to say people, but I think back then people got used to kind of being able to do whatever they wanted to me. Because, because they knew I would, you weren't going to say anything. Yeah. Or do anything. So I'm working on confrontation. Aliyah helps me with that. But I also, again, I don't <laughs> And think... I'm working on vulnerability, and Jessica absolutely helps me with that. Yes. So I was literally about to talk to them like they were here. I was going to be like, so who here has a problem with vulnerability? <laughs> I was really ready for, like, a show of hands. Raise your hand. So why don't you tell me why it's difficult for you, and then we can treat it like a counseling session, and I'll tell you why I think that you should be able to be more vulnerable. Why is it difficult for me? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's difficult for me because it's harder for me to let people in and to allow people to see. Now, I wouldn't say see the real me, but, like, actually get to know me, like, for real, for real. Get behind your like, walls. Yeah. I have so many walls up yeah. whenever I meet people, and I think it is very apparent that some people can, can tell and can see that. Yeah. But whenever the walls are, like, let down, I'm a ham. Like, I'm a... <laughs> and I'm, I'm a turkey. <laughs> I feel like I'm great fun to be around, but it's even more fun fun to be around me whenever I am more vulnerable. So I think it's more difficult for me because it's hard for me to, and this is going to sound really bad, but it's hard for me to see permanency in new people that I meet. And so if I, obviously I'm not like searching for that. So if it happens, that's fantastic. But if not, then I will definitely stay at arm's length. Mm -hmm. And until you show me, or until like something monumental has happened that I feel like you will be somewhat permanent in my right. life more than a year. You're then, like an installment. Yeah. yeah then, okay. 
then sure, like, I will be more vulnerable. But I, I just think it's difficult for me because, like, people come and go. Well, let's give them context then. So you and I met not that long ago. So Yeah, it's what been, like, was a year it, and some change. Right. So what was it for you when, you know, we kind of actually started to be friends? You were like, okay, no, like, this is, like, a friend. Like, not just, like, my coworker girl. I just... <laughs> my coworker friend. <laughs> we just get dinner. <clears throat> I think it was... <laughs> we just get Denny's. Um, but I feel like it was just the fact that I could tell that you were genuine and you weren't, like, one of those girls that was just, like... I'm a go run and sell her business. I, I knew you were a very genuine person and yeah. that you weren't you weren't spiteful at all, which is nice because it's hard to come across people who are just good people. Yeah. I feel like it's really difficult to come across people like that, which sucks. But I could tell that you were a genuine person the way you talked about your mom, the way you talked about your dad, the way that you talked about well, Todd, the way that you talked about your siblings and the friends that you had. I was just like, oh, she's a cool ass person. Yeah. Pretty sure I can talk to her and get to know her. And that's and that's that's why it was so easy. But so for you that it's like when you kind of are able to meet someone and you get that I, again. I hate that word too, but a vibe. Yeah, you're just like you can feel that you're getting an authentic human, and, and not that is like okay. A to... masked person. Yes. yes. Then I think I agree. That mm-hmm. makes it a lot easier to connect. Yeah, it does. And I think that's how it we doesn't feel as forced. It doesn't feel as like pulling teeth. Right. <laughs> like going back to that friends episode, it doesn't feel like you have to have them because you need friends. It just right. feels like no like I'm gonna choose you to have my life because I like what you bring to the table exactly which is cool I like having people like that in my life as well but I think that you are more vulnerable than you think that you are my personal I think I really do think that just from my experience with you because obviously you know people have been in your life for years and years probably don't remember what you were like before they met you but like I obviously do because you know we had that little lightning in a bottle moment we just met and then became best friends. Oh yeah, it just yeah, it and I couldn't very even I couldn't even tell you when Jessica and I were just like not attached at the hip. Whenever we were just like, oh, do you want to have wine either. tonight? Dude, I don't know. I don't know when that honestly it happened. Started slow, like we would hang. We hung out the first time and then we didn't hang out again for like a little bit. But I don't remember like why specifically. Yeah, and then it would just became a thing. Like you'd come over a little bit and then I would. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we'd hang out. <laughs> but that wasn't what I was thinking, stupid. Oh, I was. I, wasn't, I was just like, because I, I was thinking I you were going to be like, you came over and then you just like never left. Like, you just like kept I thought coming maybe back. I made it sound weird. Sorry. No, just you, Jess. No, Jessica I, no, has an interesting mind. The way her mind works is. But yeah, and then, and then we were literally together every day. So I, I don't know. I think for you, like, and for anyone who struggles with vulnerability, what a word. That is quite the word. Vulnerability. I feel like it's the L. The F. Vulnerability. Yeah, let's just get rid of it. Petition to Miriam Webster. Silent Take it out. <laughs> I'm done. Writing in my petition. I'm sending it. I feel like the thing with vulnerability, and this goes back to everything in life. I used to have theory. used to. I do have theories about this. Um, for anyone who does not know, I used to have a blog before I had a podcast where I talked a lot about, like, life issues. Mm-hmm. Not even issues, but just, like, my perspective on a lot of, like, common I wish I knew blogger things. Jessica. You know, <laughs> well, I would love to talk about it some other day. Today's not the day, okay. but one day Fair enough. I'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, like I think I didn't like the fact that I felt very preachy. But like the, I oh, still stand did, by what I said. We did have that conversation. Yeah, I still stand by slightly. what I said. But I wanted the podcast because it's a conversation. Yeah. But anyway, one of the things I said was that everything negative in life that you're afraid of, that you have struggled with, all goes back to fear, right? So oh, like yeah. vulnerability goes back to fear. Confidence, fear. Like antisocial like you don't want to hang out with people fear like everything in life comes back to fear there is love in the world and there's fear in the world yes there is that's it everything else can be put into those two umbrella girls so 
if we can think about things like this in relation to being afraid, it makes it easier to get over it. Because yeah, it does. when you really put in perspective, what do I actually have to lose? It's generally not that much, especially when it comes to <laughs> Honestly, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> you have nothing to worry about. Because when it comes to emotional stuff, like, I don't know. I just think it's too prideful to feel like, well, you know, what if they make me look stupid? Which I think sometimes is a lot of the fear is like, I'm scared they're going to make me look dumb for like yeah. trusting them or loving them. And then they make me look stupid for it. But like, don't they even, they look more stupid. And to good people, they look more it, stupid. You look like the dumbass to be like, oh, you were yeah. an ass to her for what reason? Yes. And she's a good person? Right. Because it doesn't make, and once again, that comes back to perspective and thinking about like other, how other people feel, other factors mm-hmm. before yourself. Which, right. I mean, it happens. That's very human. So I feel like to anyone who struggles with vulnerability, and I'll give myself this for confrontation, it's all fear. Like, I I am afraid of having confrontation because I don't want anyone to, like, make me feel – I don't want anyone to, like, bruise the person I think I am. But I also think that's because, you know, when you have people say, like, pretty nasty things to you in the past or whenever, then it makes it really hard to, like, let To go back there. Yeah, and so I just would rather not, but – Again, I just feel like sometimes it's not necessary, so I don't really open myself up to it because I don't... If it's worth it, it's something I'm worth... Like, it's worth going to battle for, I'll do it, but... I'll go to war for I'll it. go to war, but, um... <laughs> with, with my, like... Jessica said, I'd rather not go to with war. With my pool noodle and my, like, <laughs> plastic armor because I don't Ready believe to in fight. violence. But anyway... That plastic armor. So, yeah, I think be vulnerable. being vulnerable has a lot to do with, you know, not being afraid of the result because ultimately... Just, just. What do, do you shit. have to lose? Just do shit. Like we, like, like we said last week, just do it. Just do it. And just I know it's it. so much easier said than done, but you've got to get out of your own head because, like, life happens outside of your head, and, and it you also happens so fast. Yeah, it does. Life will fly. We're almost at the end by. of twenty twenty one. How? No, I was talking about that with uh, our friend Kelsey the other day, and I was like, mm-hmm. and I was having. I kind of this goes back to her. I was having a whole conversation with her about life and how she's thinking so far ahead. And I was like, you got to stop. You have to slow down and slow down. You have to I hope slow she's down. okay with me saying this. Love you, Kels. Um, <laughs> Love you, Kelly. I feel like sometimes we'll just think too much about what ifs and when I do this and when I need to do this. And you start realizing that things are passing you by while you're worried about what could happen. And yeah. it hasn't even happened yet. And it probably never will happen. Yeah. Depending on what it is. Just be vulnerable. Whether that's in a, with a romantic partner, with a friendship, like just do it because you're going to get something back regardless of how they result. Or if you're is. afraid of taking like a leap or stepping into something different. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid. Just do it. Oh, my God. A podcast. Literally. Literally. This is about as vulnerable as you can get. Whenever we were, me and Jessica were just like, okay, we have to sit down. We have to talk about how we're going to do it. And then one day, Jess goes, Aaliyah, I'm downloading Anchor. We're starting the podcast. Mm -hmm. Doing it today. And I was just like, hello. You just just have to, sometimes you just have to do things. Yep, you do. And not be so scared because ultimately, like, nothing good happens when you're scared. Nope. Good things happen when you're uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. And, and like, I think people are people are so afraid to be uncomfortable. We talked about this. This is something you and I are both very passionate about. Yeah, yeah. I feel like people are very afraid to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, like you said, it's something that we've talked about, and I feel like we can put this in an episode. Um, but feeling uncomfortable, I think, um, is where the best growth happens. For sure. Because you're putting yourself outside of your normal comfort zone, and yeah. whenever you do that, you're allowing yourself to have different feelings, potentially have different experiences obviously and you're just able to look through life in a different lens than what you would have usually which is always good to do I feel like you should always do that in almost every aspect of life I feel like it's beneficial yeah I think you will honestly attract what you put out there oh yes I think the more 
fearless that you are, the better things that are going to come into your life. Because, and I know we've said this before, but I'm going to say it again because I really want to like make sure this is very clear. What we are doing is not easy. It is not easy to just, it's easy in the sense that, yes, these are natural conversations that you and I have. But then it's it's recorded. Put it out there for other people's opinions. Yes. And and thoughts. And it's ourself. Like, it's not like a product. It's not like a, we're, it's not like a fashion or a lifestyle or a fitness or anything. This is like, what we believe is, in, who yeah. we are, our past, our like this is like our people Everything. getting put into something and then telling people to go have an opinion. Yep. That is terrifying. It is. And since we've <laughs> because done sometimes that, people are mean. things around us have gotten better. Yes. Which is like, and honestly, I, I, I believe in the whole manifesting thing, but I really started to be like, oh no, this shit's real. Because since we've been doing this, I'm looking around, I'm like, nothing has ever felt like I was on the right path more than it does right now. Like mm-hmm. I'm, so I'm starting to build the life that I wanted for myself, and not be like sitting in my room like I feel like there's more for me. I don't have that feeling. And it all, and it's honestly just starts with, without, it starts with, thinking, and doing it like without any hesitation. Just do it. Yeah, you you have to. Whatever you, you, it is. Whatever it is that you're thinking about potentially doing. You'll know because and you're in your second head right guessing now. it and it's probably what you're you're like running it through yeah, your mind. You're thinking about it right do now. it. Do Just it. stop thinking about it. Just do it. Put in that application. Submit your resume. Go talk to the person that you want to go and talk to. Fuck it. Like yeah. just You feel like a friendship's go, falling apart, go fix it. Go f- like friendships are like relationships. Oh, we talked about this. And last you week. have to work on them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, I really, I really honestly feel like people are getting older and they think like, oh, well, maybe I'm just outgrowing this person or maybe this, I was like, and in my head, I'm just like, no, like, yes, you outgrow people. And I feel like it's different. Like whenever you outgrow someone and you're in two different parts of your life, Mm -hmm. but whenever people are just like, oh, well, maybe I've outgrown that person and you guys just don't think the same or you have like budding ideas, like that's not outgrowing a person. You need to take time and work on your friendship work on your communication work on your the solid structure yeah. first mm-hmm. and then you can dive deeper into that because i don't want people to think like oh well this happened so we just can't be friends no yeah. no 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 unless something unless it was some like real shit but if it wasn't anything like detrimental anything can be worked on yeah for sure. anything can be talked out in my mm-hmm. head that's how i've always thought almost anything can be talked out mm-hmm. unless it's something absolutely ridiculous yeah so you have to that was just a very short no but you're, i mean you're you right. have to work on friendships friendships are relationships yes. you don't need a girlfriend boyfriend whatever the hell title to be able to understand that a friendship is worth working on if mm-hmm. you want to work on it mm-hmm. just like a romantic relationship is worth working on if you want to work on it yeah and that's ultimately up to you you know if it's something that you do want to work on um, that's that's on you, but I think as well as kind of like we said, this is gonna be much more informal, and it has been much yeah. <laughs> more informal. But I think we have actually let us know if you guys on, like this. Yeah, let us know. But I do think we actually have touched on every single thing that was in the polls. Like for example, like one of the things I think this goes to what you were saying is like how to express versus how to process emotions. Mm-hmm. I do think we discussed that when we were talking about you know make sure you're thinking about what is the other person thinking right now. Yeah, and I think that helps with friendships too. And. A lot of people say that they don't think that they are empathetic. Do you think that there's a way for people to work on their empathy? This is harsh. This is this is harsh. But say it. I think everyone has an empathetic threshold. Okay. I think there there is a limit yep. to people's empathy. For sure. Just in the way that their brains are, just in the way that they think. Um, you know, 
just based on a lot of factors, but I think that you really do have an empathetic threshold. However, I think a lot of people have not reached theirs. I think it's a lot higher than what I think most people have pushed themselves to, but I think that's the biggest tip is before you react to anything, think about what the other person thinks in their head was happening. Think before you speak, please. Yes. Because if you're you're thinking something that's kind of negative and you're just like, ooh, don't know if I should say this, reel it back. Think about how they would have thought about the situation. You know what I mean? Like, yes. put yourself in, in their shoes. And I know it's and- so cliche, but <laughs> it's, just remember that everyone believes that they're right in their own mind. Yes. So if you can kind of walk a mile in their shoes and be like, okay, like, and actually do it and be like, this is what they thought. I'm sure this is how it happened in their head. And I'm sure that this is, you know, what they would have perceived this as. You can be like, okay, well... I get that. Right. So I'm not, like, I don't really need to go off on them. But you have to be, you have to have worked on yourself enough or have enough, like, <laughs> I don't want to say brain power. <laughs> Willpower, maybe. Willpower. There you go. Thank uh-huh. you. To um, to be able to look at it from their side, whether or not you agree with it or not. Yeah. And I think that comes from internal growth and personal growth, being able to see someone's side, even though you just, you're never going to see it. Yeah. Just try to see it. Yeah. And I feel like... you don't say anything. Say something. Say, say but something. Just, but just remember that. Like, remember what how they're going to perceive it, how they saw the situation, and, and kind of take it from there. It doesn't mean you don't say anything, but just remember that. I think that helps a lot with maintaining relationships. Always stay respectful. Oh, that is honestly, I think, the biggest takeaway. That's the overarching thing from this entire episode. Please always be re- respectful. I know, I know it can be hard when you're mad. Like, for sh- I get it. So oh, yeah. When you, anger is a dangerous emotion. Anger is a bitch. You know, I have a lot of thoughts on anger. We need to do a whole other episode because I have on a anger? lot. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts on it. Um, What's but, one singular thought right okay. now? Anger is a placeholder for a number of other emotions. This is actually something people talk about. Because it's easier for people to be angry and lash out than it is for them to... Disappointed. Yes. Um, There's like a five. And this is something people talk about in counseling. So uh, I'm not not taking credit for it. But it's something I do believe in. That anger is a placeholder emotion, which is also why I think I just like... I'm able to identify that more. So I don't really feel as angry. So I think maybe think about that too. Mm -hmm. I think today's episode is more just like food for thought. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Not as much. Because everyone's situation... We were talking about this before we began. Everyone's situation is so different. So it's hard for us to give you overarching advice on how to communicate, but I think, you know, take this and let us know Because we're just going based off specific. of personal testimony, honestly. And our pulse. And, kind and of, the pulse, yeah. Right. And it, well, just kind of the subject matter specifically, which I think in an unconventional way, an unstructured way, we kind of have touched. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, this was <laughs> a more... This was a more informal episode, also an episode that was being recorded, so you guys will see it soon, hopefully. Please stay tuned for the video if you guys are not following us on Insta already. Mm -hmm. um, Follow us at Unlicensed Podcast. Yep. Like and follow the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because we are now on we are now on Apple Podcasts so now you guys can leave us ratings Um, oh my please please (laughs) because I cannot hide these ratings from Jessica (laughs) Jessica will be able to see these Um, but I mean it's you can be nice and you can rate us like one star and like give us like constructive criticism yeah if you're gonna do anything less than five please be specific (laughs) as to why that is (laughs) please be specific as to one we have we have one minus star, or potentially I need to know four. Why I'm a four star restaurant and not a five? Yeah, please. Is it please. my cooks? Is it my service? Is it my menu? Like we need to know. Why but am I an analogy bitch? Because how did we get here? I was just like, let me just reel this in before Jessica just goes way off rip. But it's it's pie. too late. Um, but 
continue to follow still follow us on spotify if yep. you don't even use apple whatever that's fine still follow us we Most people either love have the support the other, yeah i use apple Podcasts more than i use spotify See, I use but spotify. i but i use both and so like i of course i follow our podcast but the podcast no. that i <laughs> no you don't say <laughs> the podcast that i always listening listen to is called the read and I follow them on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts because... <laughs> if you want to be an and bitch, that would be great, listeners. Please be an and bitch. We would honestly... We call you guys family. I feel like it's only right. I feel like it's only right <laughs> that, you, that you do both. Not me guilt tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Not us giving y'all ultimatums. We talk about what you guys want. The least you can do <laughs> is give us what we want. Anyways. Anyway... Like, go do that. Um. But, yeah, please. Please support us. We always love to support. We also love whenever you guys um, randomly come up to us and be like, hey, this was really, really great. Or whatever you guys decide to say. Or it wasn't. Tell Leah again. Yeah. Please. It's fine. But, anyways. um, All of that being said. (laughs) It's unscripted. It is unapologetic. It is unlicensed unlicensed podcast. podcast. Love you the most. Thank you.